This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Do I move you? Hello, and welcome to the Dumb Nerds Podcast, a show where smart topics are discussed by funny amateur experts. I'm your host, Cassie Jerkins, and today we're talking romantic comedies with Dominic Johnson. That's right, rom-coms with Dom. You can follow Dom on Instagram and Twitter at the Dom Johnson, as well as We Beef and Comedy. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And before we get into it, just want to put it out there. When you're done listening to this super fun episode, go on iTunes, rate and review us. It helps us get more visible, which makes this show even more great. Now, most of us, we know what romantic comedies are. They're those movies we go see. They're about 90 minutes long. They make you feel all warm and fuzzy as you watch two people fall in love. There are a few movies that we uh, talk specifically about. So I just wanted to go over like quick synopsises so you know when we start talking about it, which one we're talking about. One we talk about is Serendipity, the plot of this. On a magical night, when they are in their 20s, Jonathan, played by John Cusack, meets Sarah, Kate Beckinsale. He finds it's love at first sight. But Sarah believes in destiny. After 10 years, the two, with 3,000 miles between them, must decide if fate wants them to be together again. When love feels like magic, it's called destiny. When destiny has a sense of humor, it's serendipity. We also talk about Love Actually. Nine intertwined stories examine the complexities of one emotion that connects us all. Love. That, that's all I'm going to say about that. And one of the most classic romantic comedies, When Harry Met Sally. In 1977, college graduates Harry Burns, played by Billy Crystal, and Sally Albright, played by Meg Ryan, share a contentious car ride from Chicago to New York, during which they argue about whether men and women can ever truly be strictly platonic friends. Ten years later, another ten years later kind of plot. Hmm, interesting. Ten years later, Harry and Sally meet again at a bookstore, and in the company of their respective best friends, Jess, played by Bruno Kirby, and Marie, played by Harry Fisher, R.I.P., attempt to stay friends without sex becoming an issue between them. Uh, another romantic comedy classic, Annie Hall. Comedian Alvy Singer, played by Woody Allen, examines the rise and fall of his relationship with struggling nightclub singer Annie Hall, played by Diane Keaton. We'll put it at that. And then we also bring up La La Land. I don't know if you'd call it a romantic comedy or not. It's up to you, but we do talk about it. And a quick, if you haven't seen it yet, with no spoilers, Sebastian, played by Ryan Gosling, and Mia, played by Emma Stone, are drawn together by their common desire to do what they love. But as success mounts, they are faced with the decisions that begin to fray the fragile fabric of their love affair, and the dreams they worked so hard to maintain in each other threaten to rip them apart. Eey. This is a very fun episode. I totally play the bad guy. Dom is talks very fondly of romantic comedies. He knows a lot. I get cynical. So let's enjoy this episode. Here's Dom talking about rom-coms. Then your mind is super fresh and yeah. you're ready to talk Fucking romantic ready. comedies. That's all, all I ever want to do is <laughs> talk about romantic comedies. Okay, why why romantic comedies? Oh, man. Uh, I think because like romantic comedies, like it's all all surface shit. Yeah, it's like so fake. So like you <laughs> know what's going to happen. You know it's going to be that this guy is going to meet this girl. Mm-hmm. She's going to think him oafish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to think her prude. <laughs> They're going to get in a fight, and uh-huh. then they're going to love each other at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
boom. Boom, formula. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. It. How do you feel when um, a romantic comedy like goes against it? It's like, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, like, this is trash. <laughs> then it's not a romantic comedy. Because <laughs> even like the the ones that kind of go against it don't, like 40-Year-Old Virgin, like those mm-hmm. Apatow movies, mm-hmm. those are still beat for beat romantic comedies. Yeah. Just with more weed and people saying fuck. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't satirize something that doesn't take itself seriously Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the first place. Yeah. So I'm like, just just make a different movie, man. Totally. Yeah, I feel you. I recently watched When Harry Met Sally and uh, Nora Ephron wanted the ending to be they don't end up together. I don't want that. I wanted that when I watched it. I was like, "These, these two people are not compatible for each other. That's so weird. Like every... Every romantic comedy I've ever seen, I've never went, ooh, this would be better <laughs> if they didn't end up. Like, imagine if, like, Princess Bride, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if she married just some other dude, and then Wesley was like, all right, off to be a pirate. <laughs> Nobody well, I wants think, that. Like, I feel like some movies, it's like you're rooting for them to get together. And then some, it's like when Harry met Sally, it was like, These people are obviously very important in each other's lives, but I think, and now they are married and they just chose to settle with each other is like, yeah, to me, I don't know. I found that like sad. (laughs) I found that sad. sad. It's like very defeated (laughs) where like you take something like, I don't know, maybe like you've got mail where like they clearly love each other, but hate each other. But I don't know. But that like that chemistry made sense to me. I think I had a problem with Billy Crystal and when Harry met Sally, like I thought he was very funny and like very Billy Crystal. But like yeah. as far as the chemistry went, I didn't quite believe it. I thought, it, it well, it's, it's Billy Crystal. Like you'll never believe <laughs> it, like ever. But like I like the fact that it's like sad at the end. Yeah. Like, these two people aren't going to be happy. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> like, that's to me, so sad. as long as they're together yeah. at the end, I'm mm. like, fucking yeah. good to go. Oh, man. That just makes me, that makes my heart <laughs> sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, like, going back to certain actors, like, I think any romantic comedy John Cusack's in, like, I the, believe him 100%, even though, like, he's in the most bullshit comedies. But, like, some male actors are very good at being, like, like all my attention is on this one woman. And that's, like, He's been all doing it for, like, if you look at, like, his first, like, yeah. his early shit. Yeah. One of his first movies, uh, The Sure Thing, is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. ever. Before I, I went so long without knowing what it was called because I only yeah. saw it. Like if it just happened to be on yeah. TV mm-hmm. and every time it was on TV, I would just stop what I was doing when I was little yeah. and watch it. And this <laughs> You're was before like the internet. All so you tiny, couldn't just, just watching rom-coms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you couldn't just like Google <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie. So I was just like, well, fucking, I know John Cusack's in it. I'm there. And I know the girl <laughs> from the Gremlins is in it and yeah. I love it. And it's mm-hmm. the best. I have not seen it. <sighs> it's his first one or. I don't think it's his very first one. I think mm-hmm. he was in one like before that. But yeah. to me. In that early yeah. Cusack era, mm-hmm. it's his best one. Yeah, I mean he can he can fall right into that like I'm in love and all I need in my life to be perfect is to be with this woman. Yeah, um, and you believe him. Yeah, you believe him. And it's like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, Ryan. That chemistry is like, why aren't they married in real life? Yeah, yeah. because I think because those two guys are charming mm-hmm. and like kind of funny. Yeah. Whereas I think Billy Crystal. It's just it's funny. Like weird and funny. <laughs> it's weird, yeah. So it's like, 
nah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think Hugh Grant is on the oh. the other side. I'm like, nah, man. Yeah. You're doing too much. <laughs> like, I, I just don't like him. Mm-hmm. And I know he's like the, the rom-com dude, but. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he doesn't really do it for me. I think everyone likes that accent and, and the long locks or whatever. Yeah, like, nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Um, so what, okay, so you said you love, they, your ideal rom-com is they don't think much of each other in the beginning, and then by the end of the movie, they're in love with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how, that's don't, how you go. Don't try to be cute with the formula. Uh-huh. Just fucking boom. And then, and you, you just sit down and you already know what's going to happen, and you're like, yeah. yes, please. And like, you know, everything in between, you can have like little funny, cute moments and mm-hmm. like. Some surprises. Actual hilar- hilarious things. And yeah. And get in a fight. You know, we don't have to know what the fight's about. <laughs> the fight can be about anything. Yeah. But at the end, mm-hmm. they're getting together. So why why do you like that so much? It's, I just think it's, I, I like to hear, I, I like in real life, yeah. hearing about like how people met uh-huh. and like why people broke up. Because uh-huh. it, to me, like, it's very weird. Yeah. You have two people who are just like, oh, I, I love this other person or minimum, I like mm. this other person a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then two months later, you see him and it's like, oh, what happened to old dude? Oh, we <laughs> broke up. I'm like, why? What <laughs> happened in two months? So you, in your mind, you think if two people get together, it's like, that's it, locked in? Like, Could be. <laughs> and in the world of romantic comedies, it is. Yeah, and yeah. And I know in real life, obviously, you meet people and things happen and shit's yeah. just not compatible. Right. But it's still weird yeah. to me. Do you think um, they say like, especially dating today is very different than maybe like the way romantic comedies are like they, you know, it's just kind of like that's your option or whatever. I think now they say with like Tinder and like swiping and like especially dating in like big cities, it's like there's so many different types of people that I think most people are maybe holding on to like the romantic comedy ideal of like I'll wait until that right person comes in that like fits all my categories and then we run off into the sunset and happily ever after you can't get that on tinder no i know that but i think i think because so many people are waiting for that when they meet people that could potentially be like a pretty good fit they're like pass you know or they date for like a couple months and they're like yeah i don't know like they like don't meet this one thing you know you just got to find a person that you don't like at first (laughs) and just kind of keep them around yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are like, I know my, my grandma and grandpa, like my grandma, like hated my grandpa and then they ended up getting married. <laughs> See, that's a fun story. Yeah. But they like drove each other crazy like the whole time. And now um, when they tell it, it's all cute and shit. It's like, I didn't like your grandfather when yeah. I met him. Right, 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 right. But like, I remember like growing up and being like, you guys are fighting all the time. Like, this is not healthy. Kids <laughs> legit don't like each other still. Yeah, that sucks. Like, I think there are there are a lot of relationships where the, you're with somebody so long you don't like them anymore. I mean, I'm definitely more cynical about romance and stuff. So when I, when I look at a romantic comedy, I'm like, very predictable what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's all a fantasy. Like, this is not true. Like, these people don't exist they could if you make it it's not healthy if they do like <laughs> you know what i mean like healthy. a guy like john cusack like if there was a guy like standing outside my window with a boombox blaring music because he has to be with me that's not healthy that's like stalker behavior i did that in uh in high school to tell this girl happy birthday yeah me and my friend we couldn't find a uh 
a boombox. And it wasn't even a girl that I was like <laughs> dating or even interested in. Yeah. But we found out that it was her birthday and we're like, oh, wouldn't this be funny? Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't find a boombox at work. So he just held a guitar up over his head. Yeah. And like played happy birthday. Uh-huh. And I like I knocked on her door. I sang happy birthday. And then we just left. Yeah. We thought it was funny. She probably thought it was weird. Her parents <laughs> thought it was weird, probably. But I was like, what if you do this? What if you do these romantic comedy things in real life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You I might. feel like you can do it in high school and you might get eye rolls. But yeah. I think when you're in your late 20s, early 30s. I went to a... Um, it's a little bit more tricky. Albuquerque. I went to go see this dude, Chuck Reagan. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we know each other fairly well. Mm-hmm. Decent friends. Yeah, yeah. You might know that I don't like talking to people. <laughs> I don't like small you, talk. Uh, you tend to hate everyone, Dom. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't like anybody. Setting yourself up for <laughs> anybody to be your romantic partner because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, I hate you, so <laughs> I guess we got to get married now. So like, if I go to a bar or something, if somebody, generally if somebody talks to me, I'm like, why is this person talking to me? <laughs> like, go away. Yeah. But I was waiting downtown and the concert didn't start for like two hours, two or three hours mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. So I was at this bar and there was this uh, girl that I didn't know sitting next to me at the bar. It was like a really, really small microbrewery. And um, she was reading a book and like it clicked. And I was like, oh, this is like a cute romantic comedy thing. Yeah, she's so reading let me a see. book in a bar. Yeah, let me see <laughs> if I can do this. So I, like, I was like, what you reading? Mm. And she said it was some book I ain't never heard of. I was like, oh, I've read that. And I just started talking to her about the book, mm-hmm. just making shit up because she was like, Towards the beginning, I was like, oh, fucking, well, when this happens (laughs) and when this happens. Yeah. And she was like, you haven't read the book, have you? And I was like, no, I'm Dom. And we hung out the rest of the night. And she was like, hey, uh, you want to go to, I'll I'll come to that show with you. She goes to the show. And like, if this was romantic comedy, this would be a Cassie version of romantic comedy. Right, right. Because we're at the show, we're hanging out, we made out a little bit. And then she was like, oh. I was like, what? She's like, oh, my boyfriend just texted me. Oh. He's uh, wondering where I am. That's so- no, that sounds like a romantic <laughs> comedy. Like there's always like, oh, right. My boyfriend who is clearly bad for me and wrong and like a total yeah. dick or whatever. And then she just disappears. And then a couple days later, she texts me and is like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, man, this is like the 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 second part of the romantic yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to do it. But then I remembered I was in Albuquerque. And I was like, nah. You you just didn't respond? Nah. (laughs) You know what? I don't need some cholo coming after me. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta be careful. So that's the end of that romantic comedy. That's a short one. I'd say that's a short film. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just just the the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, though. So you do you find that when you are pursuing romantic endeavors, you you think of strategy like, what would they do in a rom-com? Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Because, like, I'm always... Doing bits. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's funny to do uh-huh. shit like that. Uh-huh. So I'm like, well, if we're like if, if we're out somewhere, what's like a fun romantic comedy trope? Push her in the fountain. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's so obnoxious. I probably wouldn't push her in the fountain. Right. Because then it's like, then I'm an asshole. And the guys in romantic comedies, they do. Are sometimes things. assholes though. Yeah. But they're like, I think. It depends on the guy. I think some guys are just puppy dogs in romantic comedies. Yeah, yeah. They're the clearly the the good choice, and then she's torn between the good choice and then the rich asshole or something like that. You That's know? the other thing. You got to have the other dude. So if there's like <laughs> another dude around, I'm like, even better. So you love it. You love it if you want to go after girls that have a boyfriend and break them up? In a per- no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, sorry. Not break them up. 
Or did they have a boy? If they have a boyfriend, I'm like, all right, you have a boyfriend. Right, right. But if there's just like some dude that's around, I'm like, all right, let's see what we got. May the best man win. Oh, that doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't that's, generally that's exhausting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's funny, I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> I'll do it if it's funny. Well, that's interesting because I think supposedly like male behavior in pursuing like they the chase or whatever like the pursuing the woman or whatever the challenge yeah is like what supposedly guys like so it's funny that you're like oh there's competition sign me up but it's like Where such a rare there's a girl that's just like i'm like a zoe de chanel type and i'm just like in this pretty dress like anybody anybody everyone's like nah see but then you gotta you, you have to be aware of which romantic comedy yeah, that yeah. you're in mm-hmm. you might be like uh can hardly wait that girl's just there you gotta be open to the the, the red hair girl yeah she's cute she just has to take the red hair girl is off. cute <laughs> The uh, what's her face? Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. She don't want nothing to do with you. She got a thousand dudes after her. Yeah. The red haired girl is cute. She likes you. That's your girl in the romantic comedy. Right, right, right. That's uh, that's uh, I don't know what the proper term it is, but like statistics. <laughs> that's like that's not romantic comedy. That's math. <laughs> Be like, hmm. Okay, I have a one in a thousand shot with this girl. I got. A hundred percent chance with this girl. But it could work out. Yeah, yeah. You could end up with neither one of them. Right? No, no, no. At last minute, you know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is you start to pursue cute redhead girl and then other guys are like, damn, redhead girl is cute. And then you have five guys going after her. That's true. I guess at that point, you'd have to find a redhead girl with glasses. Yeah. Never take those glasses off until you lock it down. (laughs) Boom. Like you need a you need to be in there in a a solid relationship Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. before those glasses come off. Solid. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, because surprisingly, there's quite a few romantic comedies where the woman is living with another guy or something. Like a shocking amount. That's so weird to me. A lot of them. Yeah, but I think in real life, I don't know that many people that are like. Oh, yeah, you know, Bridget's moving out of Ryan's house because Dom came and, like, took her and swept her off her feet, and now they're living together. You know, like, it's yeah. like people aren't hopping houses like, all the outside time. Outside of a romantic like shit that happens like that in real life, you're like, that guy's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, like, people judge. That guy's- Especially if you're, like, in the same community yeah. or circle of friends, you'd be like, fuck you, Dom. Like, you hear what Dom did? Yeah. <laughs> Just walked into Cassie's house, and she was living with so-and-so, and... And 12 cats? Yeah, took all the cats. <laughs> that would be, yeah. So, like, in real life, a lot of romantic comedy behavior yeah. would be, like, the worst. Yeah. Like, if you look at them through, like, any kind of reality, they're all terrible people. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, because uh, I think one of your favorite movies is Serendipity, right? Oh, man, it's my favorite movie. Okay, it was on Netflix, so I was like, all right, I'll watch this because Dom's coming. Those people are assholes. <laughs> They're all bad. No. They they are so shitty to their partners just to find some person they met five minutes ago. Because or like for five minutes, like ten years ago or whatever. You 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 missed, I missed the, the whole point. I missed the, the point. The movie. I just didn't care. <laughs> it is I'm sorry, I'm very they, cynical about these they things. They met and it was so cute. Yeah, they had a great connection. They got snacks. They, and they did, went ice skating. They went ice skating. How cute is that? Then how cute was it when she was 
here's my number, rip it up, or, or I don't know, whatever they did to like lose each other's information. Oh, I'm going to yeah, go home yeah. and write in this book and then like put it in a bookstore. Love in the Time of Cholera. And I've almost bought that book so many times. What's the book called? Love in the Time of Cholera. What does that mean? I feel like that it's has... Just the, just the I wonder if it has a significance. It has to like for it them might. to pick that book. I, I don't know if it's a book that I would want to read. It very generic to me. <laughs> the book, yeah. I mean, it's a real book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It exists, mm-hmm. but it's just never worth it. To have it as a bit. <laughs> like, I feel like it'd be funny to have. It would actually be really funny to have. You might go too far if you, like, write her information in the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. When, like, someone's like, oh, my God, like, serendipity. And they open it and they're like, uh-huh, okay, cool. <laughs> and they just keep, like, crossing it out, putting <laughs> new girls in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Who are these other people? Yeah. But, and then again, like, knowing, like, okay, there's going to be a bunch of hullabaloo, and then they're going to end up together at the end or whatever. But, like, the but, like, people the that they chose that, like, are the worst. Yeah, they're obviously the worst. I think that's when like good acting comes in. Is like, yeah, these people are the worst, but they were like earnestly trying to make their relationships work by being yeah. like, we're getting married. Like, we got to do these things. Uh, I got you this book as a present that happens to have the girl's information in it. <laughs> Just Mind so you blown. can leave me. Yeah. That was like the coolest part. That was the saddest part. I was like, she gave you the book. Also, I love the friend's like justification of like, I'm going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to be your I'm either going to be your best man at your wedding or I'm going to help you destroy this relationship. And because he knows that for for Mr. Traeger mm-hmm. Traeger and Sarah, uh-huh. this is just one other person yeah. for them. They found two two stand ins. You see. You're right, right, right. So yeah, they yeah. found some stand ins. You don't want to be you don't want to be with a stand in <laughs> when you could have like the, 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 the real thing. Yeah. Well, I think that's again, going back to like the tender thing of why so many people are like, oh, yeah, I only dated this person for two weeks because it's like next, next, swipe, 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 because they're waiting for that soulmate. But the question is, do soulmates exist? I think so. I think so. I think people that you could live with and not rip their throat out could exist. <laughs> I think they exist. Like uh, like your your favorite artist, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, ben Folds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The song From Above. Yeah, but Ben Folds has been in numerous relationships. Yeah, but those characters They're in that characters. Song? Just like in romantic comedies, these are characters. Like, these are nice ideas. Yeah. But I don't know if it's true. Like, I mean, I've met some people that have been together for a while that I'm like, oh, they clearly like each other and that's good for them. But I feel like, statistically speaking, of all relationships, maybe like two, it's like the 2%. Like there, there are people that get lucky in relationships, just yeah. like people get lucky in their careers or lucky with different aspects of your life. Is it's it impossible to have or a perfect life. they just have to find each other? I mean, but it's like if you're in a small town, you're usually getting married like very young. Uh, and then like if you're living in a city, you're single for a very long time. And then you're like, fuck it, I'm about to be 35 <laughs> or 40. Uh, you. And then like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like, and then those relationships, the ones that are either they get married too young and then they grow apart because yeah. they're way too young or the people that are like you, they end up cheating on each other or like being like, oh, this was stupid. Uh, let's get divorced or whatever. See, that's how you end up in a in a Blue Valentine world. Is this another movie? You've never seen Blue Valentine? I have not seen it. It's Blue not a romantic Valentine. comedy. Okay. But it is probably one of the saddest <laughs> depiction of a deteriorating Ooh, I need to go watch this movie. Oh, man. It's... Oh, deteriorating relationships. So sad. It's great. Mm-hmm. Me, I think it's... I don't think it's sad because it shows them they have a kid and they yeah. hate each other. Uh-huh. And they like just stuck with each other. Yeah. And they yeah. fucking resent 
everything about him. Yeah. But there's like a small part of the movie towards the beginning where they actually liked each other. Yeah. They were in love and they were in love hard. <laughs> yeah. That's the cool part. That's Maybe a, the rest of it sucks. Yeah. But for them, they had some. Well, that's what I think I wish maybe and this might just be like biologically how we're constructed so it's maybe we'll evolve into this kind of behavior but i think it'd be cool if like you could just fall in love with different people and fall out of love and it's it's fine but there's like this thing of no fall in love get married have children lock it in make a perfect family or whatever and like those people that are like doing what they think they're doing like are supposed to do and all of a sudden they have two kids and they've been together for 10 years and they're like i i don't like you yeah uh, but let's just stay together for the kids or whatever. See, they gave um, up. They gave up hope. So they gave up hope in their love, or yeah. so you think? Like when when a couple recognizes, like, oh, it's oh, we're starting to lose interest. We need to have just hope to come back together or just, break up. Like if you even don't if like you have each kids, other, like if you're getting to the point where you don't like each other, like yeah, you don't yeah. like even being around each other. Yeah. Then maybe you just don't like each That's other. That's what I, I, there yeah. are other human beings out yeah. there for you to do stuff with. Yeah. And then you can fall in love again. And yeah. that's like a very fun thing to do is fall And who in knows? Love. That next person might be your soulmate. Or, but I mean, or you'll I just would keep, argue, or you just okay, keep that up. I would argue if there is a notion of soulmates, you'll still get sick of your soulmate. Then, then it wouldn't be your soulmate though. Could you, okay, if we lived for eternity, mm-hmm. could you be with one person for eternity? Yeah. Damn. I think so. I don't think I could. If it was my soulmate, yeah. Yeah. I could. Well, okay. Put on one of them sad country songs. <laughs> What's your ideal soulmate? Or would you just know who your soulmate is when you meet them? I don't I don't I don't think Love at first sight kind of thing. Nah, to me that's to me that's a different thing. That's something people believe in too. Yeah. But that's like to me that's more I wanna fuck that person. I think that person is hot. And then you just get lucky and happen to like them. Yeah. Like their personality. So I think that's different than discovering that somebody is your soulmate. So I think you would have to find that out. Mm -hmm. I don't think you just be like, we fucking locked eyes. Yeah. Nah. But then like in Romeo and Juliet, it's like they lock eyes and they just knew that they were going to kill each other at the end of the book. And that turned out horribly. But and then there's people that say like when they meet the person they're going to marry, they just know like they just like or like, yeah, when I met them, I was like, that's the person I'm marrying. Or the guys are always like, you see that girl over there? I'm going to marry her. And then playing basketball with their friends. Yeah. yeah, That one. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'll catch up with you later. Yeah. I don't know. To me, that's different. And to me, that's there's something about that is like weird and false. I don't think you can just look at somebody and be like, oh, I know for a fact. Like, to right. me, that's a cute story you think it's to tell like afterwards. it's more like hindsight. Yeah, like, I just bias. knew. Like, uh, yeah, I fucking know you didn't. Yeah. She knew you liked her or she knew that. Like, there know. was a connection or whatever. Yeah. Because it's like when you're dating somebody, it's like you feel when it's, oh, both of us are in into each other. Or, or you feel when you're like, I'm more into this person than they are. Or they're more into me than I'm into them. That's, I think, what's annoying about dating is. Just trying to get that equalizer yeah. to be like, oh, we're both into each other at the same chill rate or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Same rate at the same time. Yeah. And that's why I think. And and so when people say, oh, when I like I knew I was going to marry this person, I just think like they go out to dinner and you both people are going there being like, I'm at a point in my life where I want to get married and have kids. And then they sit down together. They're both on that page. Yeah. And then they're like, is this a the person? Then I think that's more of like, oh, we're looking for the same thing. Cool done you know yeah i don't think it's I think like that's more a really... of a, like a settling thing 
like we were talking about earlier. I think that's what it then, is, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think. But uh, your soulmate? That's different. I think. I think, like, yeah, you find your soulmate. I think mm-hmm. some people have them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you think some people don't have them? I think everybody has them. But not you everybody. think everyone has a soulmate? Everybody has a soulmate. But aren't those like, aren't there stupid movies out there where it's like, what if your soulmate was born 300 years before you? That's, that's insane. Well, it's insane to think that your soulmate is living at the same time and place as you, especially when there's 8 billion people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Look, the rule, these, these, these are the rules of the soulmate. Just so like you and the rest of the listeners okay. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> can grasp. Okay. So there's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Living your life. You're living your life. You're doing your thing. Your soulmate isn't going to be somebody from the past mm-hmm. or somebody from the future or somebody from space. <laughs> your soulmate is going to be somebody that you are going to come into contact with. Mm-hmm. Just because you're pursuing your passions and the in things yeah. that it might not would, even be somebody here. have in common with yeah. this person well yeah yeah some people end up moving to a different town and then they find their person yeah and it's like oh my god if i didn't move to that town i would have never met him exactly <laughs> but without the little voice <laughs> <laughs> i just like i don't know i do i do think that's like cool when you do fall in love with somebody to be like oh wow like if I was on a different path, then I clearly wouldn't have yeah. crossed paths with this person. But I don't know. Soulmate, I feel like, is asking a lot. But I could be having a different idea of what a soulmate is. What, what's, what's yours? Like, my idea of a soulmate would be somebody that, like, <laughs> you are in love with and that that love never dies, even though, psychologically speaking, <laughs> after five years... You're no longer in love with that person. You usually have compatible love okay. um, where you just appreciate that person and, you know, all you've been through. But passionate love is um, bye-bye. But that would be cool to have through the end of your life or whatever. Yeah, you don't you don't drive each other crazy. Like you just kind of respect each other and support each other and care about each other. And I just feel like I think ideally what for me what a soulmate is, is just being in a healthy relationship. But I'm so cynical that healthy relationships are very hard to come by because even watching romantic comedies, a lot of these people are selfish and like, you know, I don't, I, it's like, yeah, in this like hour and a half, they find each other and it ends up. But if you watch like, see them in five, 10 years, it's like, oh yeah, they, they broke up a long time together. Oh yeah. He ended up murdering her. Probably. I think probably in most situations with his best friend. Yes. Certainly not with the serendipity couple. Ugh. Those. No, they've already proven that they're cheaters. Once a cheater, always a cheater. They get married, you and then you know what's going to happen? You can't cheat if she's you go gonna back gonna with go, your soulmate. She's going to go be like, oh, I'm going to go, oh, it's Christmas. i got to go buy him a present. And then she's going to go to the mall, and then she's going to see uh, Hugh Grant there. And then she'll be like, Ooh. oh, we both have accents. Oh, my gosh. And be like, yeah, here, I want to show you something. And then, like, take her up, and they But they don't have to buy gifts anymore. All they have to do is just keep buying black gloves. Yeah, but she goes to buy black gloves, and who's there? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Tom Hanks? Ooh, that's hard. I don't know if Ken Jones John Cusack. Over Tom Hanks? I don't know. Tom Hanks is very charming. I feel like if you put them in the same movie, John Cusack becomes your boyfriend. Like You're like, yes, I'm very happy, but I wonder what Tom's like, because he's very funny. Damn. I think you just broke my brain. But if it's other way around where like Tom Hanks is the boyfriend and you're like, oh, yeah, he's great. Like at parties and everything. 
And then John, John catches your uh, catches you and is like, I must be with this woman. And you're probably going to leave Tom for John. Yeah, probably. And then after, and then here's the other thing with uh, psychology of people. Guys, once they get their prize, get their woman, they usually are like, cool. And then they lose interest. And then the woman's like, why don't we go out anymore? And he's like, I don't have to take you out anymore. You're living in my house. Yeah. <gasps> woman. Hey, go hang out with your friends. Go hang out with my friends. That's so sad. They don't have to be around each other all the time. I don't say they have to be around each other all the time, but I think it would be nice to feel I think that's why motherfuckers get sick of each other. What? I think that's why people get sick of each other. Yeah. Because they feel they need to be all up on each other all I don't, the time. Okay. I don't agree with, I love the, I'm a very independent person, so I like the idea of like doing your own thing. Yeah. But I would never want to be in a relationship where the only time you do anything special for each other is like, it's Valentine's Day. It's Christmas. <laughs> Just it's do pen pals except for like no. Holidays. I think I think there's something great about like hey, we've been like working on our own stuff, killing it in our careers and all that fun <laughs> stuff. But Friday night, let me let's go out to dinner, just you and me, like that that kind yeah. of thing, like that, like um, like taking care of the relationship. I think a lot of people they just move in and then they're like, cool check i'm not gonna be lonely and then but they like neglect actually like taking care of it as if it was like a garden or something you gotta yeah, you gotta to water something it sad about this there's something sad about just being like well i guess the alternative is me just being by myself yeah i guess i'll just hang out with this person ugh well yeah and there's a lot of people that are afraid to break up with people because they don't want to be alone I, to me that's that sucks. Kind of like, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Like, I don't see why. Like, I don't get that. I think because there's like a stigma to being alone or the, and then there's like the fear of like, what if I can't get anything better? You know, people always looking for those upgrades. They don't want to downgrade. See, that's why if you just start, just start high. Boom. Boom. Start high. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. You're good. You're good to go. Yeah, 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 everybody wins. But what about uh, if the t- if the time's ticking? And we don't have to talk about like having kids, but like if you're like, uh, like I was listening to an NPR podcast, and they were just talking about how like statistically speaking, like when you hit thirty or thirty five mm-hmm. or forty, like your options decrease. Yeah. Like so, then at some point you're like, hmm, I'm hitting thirty five. Uh, I did have ten options. Now I have five options. Yeah. Maybe I should just pick one and settle, or do I keep? But then why get? I, I guess if you do that, like you don't have to be married to that person, I suppose. Yeah, well, that's a different like that's. You don't have to like something. move in with them. Yeah, you could just be like boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> that sounds sad. And you could we, just hang out. <laughs> we're just gonna hang out because uh, there's this girl like, Sarah I met in my twenties, and like we're still looking for each other. <laughs> Look, you knew what this was from the jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. I'm going to break your heart. As soon as I find that copy of Love and Time of Cholera <laughs> with her fucking number in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Me and you are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if you were, uh, if you knew that there was somebody else mm-hmm. out there. Well, it's like when Harry met Sally, one of the first things Carrie Fisher's character says to Sally is like, you got to go out there and marry your man because if you don't, he's going to marry someone else and then you're going to know somebody else is married to your husband. Which I thought was a very weird concept. It is weird. Because that's like, also I feel like you have to make like a conscious choice to be like, 
that was the guy I was going to marry, but I didn't because I didn't like I don't know I just feel like you just be like that didn't happen okay next thing but to me like, those to make that choice of like pining over somebody that's like not yeah. available um yeah so I don't you know like, I was like that's a very unhealthy this thing. person wants to get married yeah to me being desperate to get married is a much different goal than wanting to be in love mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, if, like, yeah. if you just, if you just want to get married so you can say that you're married yeah, have that ring. Like, yeah, have a cool <laughs> ring to show people yeah. and get cool tax breaks. Yeah. Then cool. That's a whole different All about them tax breaks. thing <laughs> yeah. than finding your soulmate and being in totally. love. Totally. Well, yeah, now that I'm thinking too, like Carrie Fisher's character saying that to Sally is just serving her character's objective for most of the movie is she's yeah. she's pining over this guy that she thinks is going to leave her his wife for her until she finds the other guy until she lets go and then she falls in love. Yeah. Nora Ephron, she's a good writer. They, they, she got, she got, she got some good flicks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who did, um, who did love actually? Who wrote? Have you seen that? I did a long time ago. What are your thoughts on that? Cause that's like a bunch of different relationships and they're, some are good and some are bad, right? Do you remember the, um, written by Richard Curtis. Do you remember the dude from, uh, what the fuck is it? Walking Dead, his little story. <laughs> Okay, just real quick. Richard Curtis wrote Love Actually, but he also wrote like Mr. Bean. <laughs> I can see that. But he's, he's, he wrote uh, The Little Mermaid, the the one that's coming out. You know, they're making a live action one. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good he also him. wrote Notting Hill, About Time, Rachel McAdams. She's a good rom-com actress. Okay. Like Going back to, sorry, Love Actually. Do you remember... His storyline, the Walking Dead guy, uh, that was like one of his first things before yeah. he got Walking Dead With, too. Uh, Chewy Tail Edgy for those two. What's you have to refresh right. my memory? So Chewy Tail Edgy for has a girlfriend or a wife, I forget. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend or a wife, and then uh, the Walking Dead guy is like his friend. Mm. So the way that they played it the first time I saw it, I thought that he had a crush on Chewy Tail Edgy for, and then he was gonna be like, all right. Hey, what's up? Let's do this. But he doesn't. Uh-huh. He shows up at Chewy Tail Edgy for his house, and Chewy Tail Edgy for's like, "Hey, my best friend is here." Yeah, yeah. What's up? So he leaves, and then his wife comes out, and he's like, "Shh, don't say nothing." And then he like basically like holds up these cards, like, "I love you. I uh-huh. wish we could be together." Blah blah blah. Some people think that's cute. Uh huh. That Walking Dead showed up. Yeah. To his best friend's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professed his love. She's standing there like giggling and shit. Uh-huh. And it's then like, he just leaves and they don't yeah. end up together. And it's it, just like, just like between me and you. Yeah. I'm in love with you, but I will never. Yeah. Because you're my best friend. I mean. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, I like the, I, I like the respect of like, I'm not trying to break up your relationship, but I love you so much. I have to confess my love to you. But I could. But there are like movies where that happens and then the wife's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I have a life like don't come in here and try and destroy my home yeah. life, you know. Chewy Tail Edgy should have came out there and start walking the dog on him. <laughs> That's what should have happened. Now, but like imagine you being in love with somebody that's married or whatever. Hey man, you got to let that go. And, and you, you just gotta, don't say nothing. No, nah, you can't. Not if it's your best friend. If it's, if I mean, the card thing's dude. the card thing's tough. Uh, that's like that's crazy. That's very movie though. Yeah. But I think there's something fine in being like, 
you know, maybe you're all at a party and like you're you're just like having one on one and maybe you've had a glass of wine and you're just like, hey, just to let you know, like, I think you're a great person or something like I think if her husband's just a guy, then yeah. But if it's your best friend. See, that's like a that's a bros before hoes kind of logic. Right. Like it's like there's like that's a that's a guy thing. And like that, like if your best friend um, is dating a woman and they break up, you're not allowed to date that woman ever because that would like hurt your friendship i mean if if he's i mean you have to ask for his blessing or anything be like hey but like just some stranger (laughs) i would i I I wouldn't give a shit if it was just some dude like i don't know you my man well i think that's like why some people are fine with cheating on people that's like oh i know you have a boyfriend but i don't know who that is so it's not hurting me (laughs) (laughs) uh see but if you just like i don't like that, to me, that was like the only part that yeah. I was just like, this is fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like the idea that it's like he he doesn't try to steal her or whatever. See, but I think there's like a sly way of him being like, hey, if y'all ever fighting, I'll let your boy. See that? No, no, no. See, that's, me, that's not cool. To that's me, that's what I think door. he's doing. That's opening a that's door. That's what he's doing. Well, I don't remember what the cards say or whatever, but if if it was just like nice things to be like, uh, you know, yeah, I'm in love with you, but I completely respect, you know, you and my best friend. Yeah. I just wanted you to know that I think you're God's gift to humanity or whatever. Like that's yeah. just to make her be like, oh, I feel good about myself. But the implication is, hey, let's do this, girl. I don't when your man's out of town. Yeah. Go get some drinks. Here's the thing with romantic comedies, though. I think in some cases, like this case, it's probably not, I just want to bone you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like you watch some like action movies and there's like girls running around in hills and like it's like, that's just for people to be like, yeah, I want to bone that. Like I'm not taking you in as like a human being. Um, but again, I haven't seen the scene, so who knows? Maybe like if I rewatch it, be like, oh yeah, he just—that's not cool. It's it's weird because like I'm in the minority in mm-hmm. thinking that it's creepy. <laughs> I think it's so creepy. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Yeah. But then I tell other people, and they're like, oh, that's so cute. That's like the cutest part. Everybody, like men, women, yeah. everybody seems to think this is just the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm like, you you are. The worst kind yeah. of person. <laughs> I yeah. When I saw that movie a few years ago, I was like, okay, like I. But again, it might have been one of those things where it was hyped up so much, um, and then I was just like nerding out over like Laura Lin- Linney and like yeah. Alan Rickman and like some of my favorite actors being like, oh, this is fun watching them do a romantic comedy. Like when they've done so many other genres, that's kind of like how why I like The Holiday, which I think is a very bad movie, but I like it because it's like. Kate Winslet doing a rom-com, you know, and like Jack Black. Yeah. Um, I just think that's a really fun combination you would not traditionally see in of like, you know, Sleepless in Seattle type of romantic comedy. I think that's that's one of the ones I, I have in my, I hate. <laughs> like, that's then fair. I didn't like Serendipity, so you couldn't oh, be like, man. fuck the holiday. Why did you H- not holiday like the holiday? was bad. It's just, I don't even think I finished it. <laughs> Be honest, like I put it on because it was on Netflix. I think one it day. ends with them like doing karaoke all together at the end. Ugh, I'm glad <laughs> I didn't finish it. That would have been like it's the bad. worst fucking it's thing. It's not good. Uh, like that two weeks notice. Two weeks notice. That's with, uh, what's her face? 
from Demolition Man. Let's see. And Hugh Grant. Well, you don't like oh Sandra Bullock yeah. and Hugh Grant. So it was those two. All right. A lawyer decides that she's used too much like a nanny by her boss. So she walks out on him. And is he the boss? Oh, and she gives us two weeks and he's like, I've been in love with you the whole time. <sighs> <laughs> I just called it. I haven't seen this movie. Yeah, that's like just that blurb pretty much is the whole movie. Yeah. And it is the worst. I'm like, no, like you're landed on thick, my man. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the whole time. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think the difference between him and like Tom Hanks or uh-huh. John Q. I think those guys are just like naturally charming and like a, yeah. like a human and the I way think, a human would be. And then going into acting, like they're able to tap into something that I think uh that like they, they're able to tap into that like I'm in this scene, I am one hundred percent in love with the actress in front of me. Yeah. You know, where I think like some like Billy Crystal. Um <laughs> it's Billy Crystal. Fucking Billy Crystal. <laughs> Go back in time, recast it, and then make sure they don't end up at the end. And then you have a baller movie. Um but but like you believe like those two like to be like you walk away being like, why aren't Tom and Meg together in real yeah. life? Like they genuinely but it's like that they're just they're such great actors that they're able to like fully believe they're in love with that person and be invested. And again, like, like I've had a crush on John Cusack, but then it's really funny because I'm like, he's old now and I'm not into that. <laughs> nah, but, John Cusack walked in here right now. No. Nah. He'd hit you with that, with that little side. Oh, I'm sure he could like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I would love to be in a, like a romantic scene with him. I'll act with him any day, but, uh, but he he's not the the John from High Fidelity or whatever. <laughs> it's the same with like Paul McCartney. It's like he's cute when he's little. Now he's old. Oh well. But he's still Paul McCartney. Though. He's still got all that money. <laughs> all that sweet sweet cash. I don't know. That's a that's a whole other topic. As soon as he pulls out that base, settling, going settling or selling out to be like fuck it, I'm just gonna be rich. Give me an old man. I mean, if that's all you want to do, cool. But I I mean, it's like uh, working. And living your life and then being like feeling unfulfilled and you're like, eh, I'll just be rich. That's fine. That's settling, I think. I think that's like a conscious of like, well, I don't want to be alone anymore. I'll get married. Eh, I don't want to be poor anymore. I'll marry rich. And you see those people. Like, I've, yeah, I've people yeah. Who are, like, it's like you who, feel like talk it. shit about their husband or talk shit about their wife. I'm like, why are y'all even together? Like, what's the point? Yeah, like, I feel like have most kids or anything. I'm like, y'all can just like bounce. dip. Yeah, yeah. And be cool. But you know what? When they got married, they uh they signed that like thing where it's like if we get divorced, you can't have my money or something. <laughs> <sighs> to me, like those kinds of things. But that's are, like, like a weird real too. thing, which is very scary. You know. Have you heard about Angela Bassett's little Mm-mm. prenup thing? Like her. What's his name? Courtney B. Vance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still married or not, but mm-hmm. I assume they are because their mm-hmm. prenuptial agreement is insane. It's not even just money shit. Like it's like before we get a divorce, like there's like other money shit, but then like all these like mandatory stipulations and things that have to be met, and it's intense. Yeah, like it's not just like oh well, I get half your shit. Yeah, or we have to go to couples yeah. counseling. Like, it's fucking, like, overkill. Yeah. Like, for y'all to even make that, what? Yeah. it's, like, worse than, like, a regular 
prenup. Prenup. Yeah, yeah. A prenup, like, boom. You but take I guess what you when it's like, with. yeah, I don't know. But it might just be one of those things where, like, their lawyers came up with it and they're like, oh, we just sign it? Okay. Like, you know, I they don't know. They came up with it. They right. were like, yeah. well, now we can't get a divorce. Wow. Like, the fuck? All right. Well, now yeah. you just stuck hating a motherfucker and you just. Yeah. Well, it's like, but, okay. And then this is like the scary side of it. But it's like, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. And then there's situations where it's like, oh, the husband's like abusive or something. And then the wife is like, I want to leave. And then the husband will be like, if you leave, I have all this dirt on you and I get to keep the kids and you're not going to get any money. And like, or like, or I'm going to, you know, like they just threaten them with those yeah. like semantics and stuff. And then the person's like defeated and it's like, all right, I guess I'll be in this like loveless marriage for the sake of my kids. And then usually they get murdered. Yeah. That's not something your soulmate would do. And that's so sad, too, that people get in abusive relationships. On, uh, I was driving today and I was listening to NPR and they were talking about um, how, like, uh, domestic violence for, like, another reason why it's so hard when women are being, like, physically abused by their boyfriend or husband is, like, uh, taking time off work to mm -hmm. be like, hey, I got to like move out of my house and like get away from my abusive husband. Yeah. Can I, can I take a week off? No, you're fired. Like that's a, that's a legit thing. Like it's getting a little bit better now. Like they're trying, like some businesses are trying to make that a thing where like if a woman comes in and goes, Hey, I need to take a week off work, you know, yeah. to move. Um, they can't do anything, but like back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, we need you, would, you here. You, yeah. You get fired. This, cover up those bruises. That's so sad. See, but it's like corporate America doesn't believe in the power of love. I mean, not really any paternity leave. See, that's a weird thing. That's see, like, that's and then that's another thing where it's like, if you go back to like biologically speaking, when a woman has a kid, I don't know if a guy naturally is like, yes, I want to like be here and like be very involved, or it's like, you got this. I can't really do anything. Do I, gotta, I, I just mean, gave I, I just gave my seed. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't know what's true, you know? Like it might be like a thing where it's like, cool, there's there's like there's some of my DNA. I gotta go make another with somebody else, or like I don't know. Cause and that's hard to see when you look at like tribes of monkeys, because some monkeys are like very much like stay together and raise yeah. the kid, and then others like like gorillas it's like the males like live by themselves and then they come in and then they do their thing and then they leave you know see but like uh everybody knows that gorillas don't believe in soulmates <laughs> this is this, this is, is true this is, this is the one thing fact. we can agree on <laughs> everybody knows i don't knows think this. we're gonna agree on anything else yeah, yeah, yeah. but we'll agree that gorillas everybody they, knows they got no soulmates. i've been reading it in books <laughs> like yeah. life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that uh on netflix the documentary mm-hmm talk about gorilla love yeah they don't believe in it yeah i mean there that's what's really interesting is like all animals kind of have different types of love you know yeah and it's not just like conditional on their environment because it's like obviously like oh yeah penguins they gotta stay together it's cold <laughs> but then there's like ones where it's like no they like their living conditions are good they're just they're social creatures and they're choosing to like all stay together and like, it's interesting too, like where some it's like, 
like the turtles, the eggs hatch and they're just like, all right, run to the sea. And like, I don't need parents. Yeah. And then there's like some like, I, I'd have to look up which animals, but like some mammals that will like humans that could stay around for 18 years. Shit. That's a long time. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like a good chunk of your life. Yeah. I feel like elephants are the same. Like they stay for a really long time. Giraffes yeah. maybe. And then there's some where they just all stay together all the time, you know? Yeah. And to me, that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think humans do that to some extent. Like you, it should be, I I feel like that we're kind of doing it. It has to be natural. Gross. Unless your parents are like evil. Yeah. You still kind of like keep some kind of contact with them. And I guess it doesn't have to be like in the same space. Yeah. But there are some cultures where you're, like you get a job and then you have your parents move in yeah. like and you're just always living together and like or like if you get married usually the woman goes to live with the husband's family or vice versa um that's like a fun fun sitcom yeah right yeah yeah like some cultures look at america like you guys are evil to your elders <laughs> <laughs> you need to love them i mean ho- hopefully if they did it right mhm they found their soulmate. I think my my grandparents on my mother's side. You I think, think they're they like yeah. soulmatey. Yeah, they probably fight. Yeah, obviously when I met them, they were like yeah. old people, but, but they probably fight. But they're still like all yeah. cute and shit. I think and it seems like great. they genuinely like lo- still love each other. And see, I think I think that's great because in my growing up. All adult couples hated each other. Like, oh, they're old. definitely outliers. So yeah, it's, it's them but, and I mean, then, yeah. But, but growing up in like, um, like I remember my college boyfriend being like, oh, like his parents are still like in love with each other. And then that was the first time I was like, oh, it is possible, you know? Like, what? I'm like, what? 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 Do you, what, what do you mean? You don't sleep in separate rooms? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like, you're not nagging at each other the entire car ride? No, 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 no. Something's up here. Yeah. You're not screaming at each other? Uh... And then, yeah, and then I think uh, as I've, you know, been going about life, there's been a couple of couples I'm like, oh, wow, they've been together for years and yeah. they're like very committed and it's not like codependent or it's not unhealthy or, you know, and it doesn't feel like they're putting a show on. And then when the door's shut, you're like, then. Yeah, you see some really couples that's like, yeah, you clearly don't like each other. Break like, it's, up. Break up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Break up. Yeah. Well, then I think sometimes that's like when you find out couples do break up and you're like, wait, what happened? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Behind closed doors or whatever. You know, like it's like that's that saying of like, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. But yeah, I mean, I think it's possible. I think I think maybe you just have to find somebody that maybe has the same idea of what love means to you and what you want it to mean in your life. It starts with. Will you come to a country show with me? <laughs> it starts there. And then she if rolls will, her eyes, but she has nothing else to do. Your reason for coming? <laughs> Not important. Oh, okay, okay. You don't have to like country music. You don't uh-huh. have to like the shit that I like. Well, she's coming because she likes you. Yeah. That That's good. That's I feel like that's like cool. I think that's like the step one to dating is like, yeah. does this person like me? Because yeah. I feel like so many people... I don't know, like, just don't trust their instincts or something. Because, I mean, I've heard cases where somebody's like, 
oh yeah, Cassie totally digs me. And I'm like, I never sent you any signals. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, like dating is like, or like, it takes so much. Why would you waste so much time and effort? Not, and I get the answer is I want to have sex. I don't want to be lonely. <laughs> yeah. That's the answer that you're going to get back. Yeah. But I'm like, that's still a lot of effort to just tolerate somebody. Yeah. Like, why yeah. just be around somebody that you have to tolerate? You have to tolerate some of your friends. <laughs> you have to tolerate co-workers. Yeah, yeah. Like, why tolerate somebody that you're dating? Yeah, and potentially, like, living with and spending yeah. a lot of time together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, But I think, again, it's like that key is you have to be open and looking, and then you find someone else that's open and looking where I think a lot of times maybe in, in city life, a lot of people are close to being like, yeah, I'm single, but I, I'm focused on some other things and I'm not looking. Um, and then I think that's why when the situations of like that, what we were talking earlier of like, I just knew that was the person I was going to marry because yeah. they both were like, I want to get married. I want to get married. I'm attracted to you. I'm attracted to you. Boom. Let's just do it. Yeah. You know, see, you got a career woman focused on her goals, doesn't have time to date. I don't have time. And then this 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 charming stranger comes in, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, let's fucking do something fun." Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "What fun? Oh, I haven't had I fun really in years." That. And then she's like, "Hey, you need to get your shit together." And then he gets his shit together. Okay. <laughs> so every- but this is another issue. <laughs> this issue of like I can change him. <laughs> I don't think it's healthy at all, 100%. I think when you get in a relationship with somebody, you're like, I accept them for who they are. I agree. Yeah. And and like I think that's like the thing too, where like if I find myself in a relationship where I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't like, I would like to fix this one thing. And then I have to ask, I have to ask myself, is that a problem? Because I, I don't want to be a nagging person. I need to accept that person for who they are. If I can't, then I probably should just walk away for like to be healthy and respectful to both people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that And that's, I feel like, is something that women especially were raised in my generation or like seeing our parents and like uh, grandparents is like just constantly yelling at the man to like be different. Yeah. Like, no. That's not fun. You knew what that person was like. Yeah. And I think it goes both ways. Like, why, if if you meet somebody who's, like, one complaint would be like, oh, she fucking does is shopping. All yeah. she does is or, care yeah, about watching heard. The Bachelorette and blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's like, Or, like, you need to get dressed up when we go out. Yeah, that's, you that's need old to look news. this way. Yeah. yeah. Like, you knew that from the jump. Yeah. So, you can't get mad now. Yeah. That's all, I don't know. To me, that's always huh. been very weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's like, it's so much work. Yeah. I love the idea of a soulmate being like, I love and respect you for who you are. I love and respect you for who you are. Let's go have fun and crush it. See, and that's what soulmates do. It's nonstop fun. (laughs) Every day is is, is a new adventure. Mm -hmm. Every day is fun, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Every day is like going to the beach. You like the you you like the beach? I don't. <laughs> Too many people, but the concept of the beach is like a fun thing. It's always fun, right? Right. Yeah. But then when and then when the going gets tough, though, that's another test of relationships. Is sometimes when things get tough, people can't handle it and they leave. So you got to have to you have to find somebody that could be there to support when yeah. shit hits the fan. And if you have a soulmate, life. then you guys are just like, all right, let's talk about it. Like adults. 
Yeah, or I'll be there to emotionally support you while you're going through this trying time, or vice yeah. versa. See, I I think you you got it. I you, I got it. You 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 want a soulmate? You you you. Uh, you want a soulmate? <laughs> uh, my cats all have their ears back because they're like that tone is very annoying. No, I I I like the idea. Uh, like I feel like for me to get in a relationship again is like I want it to be healthy yeah you know and i feel like i've had to take a lot of time to learn what a healthy relationship is because i saw so many shitty relationships growing up that i was just like this is bad like this sucks like i don't want to do this you know um and i'm still kind of like i don't really feel like i have to like yeah there's like oh once in a while i'm like lonely but that's like that's not a terrible emotion you know what i mean of course not where I feel like being trapped in a relationship is a much greater That's so much more effort term- than just turmoil. being by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then just being like, oh, yeah, I'm a little like bummed out right now because like I don't have somebody to talk to. My cats don't talk back to me. But then it's <laughs> like, OK, tomorrow, like I'll go hang out with friends or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the idea of like dating, oh, dating is like I wouldn't I I can't do like or I think I can't do like online dating and stuff because I think meeting people in that meeting, especially men in that context is like, I feel like guys say stupid shit all the time and it pisses me off, (laughs) you know, like not knowing a guy and being like, let me talk about how successful I am or whatever. And like, Oh, you know, I want, I think a woman should do this. And it's like, okay, we're clearly not compatible. I don't want to sit here and listen to you talk out of your ass anymore. You know, like I, I just feel like there's 2017, there's still so much sexism in, in relationships that are a big problem that yeah. like still like there's a lot of things that need to be unpacked you know i'm not saying like all guys are like that and like that's why i'm like it's great when like i feel like all the partners i've had in the past have been very respectful men which is like my number one like it's like respect uh sense of humor and then like i don't know fun or whatever you know but like yeah, yeah, respect yeah. is so important because i saw so much putting each other down and like having expectations of women and in the home and everything yeah it's just so much work respect is like it's right up there it's number two go to country shows with me (laughs) respect yeah yeah yeah. sense of humor yeah 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 you know so like i think that's why like rom-coms are fun is because it's like if there is some fighting it's not heavy (laughs) it's not like oh you beat me or like oh you told me like you must have my children and quit your job or whatever it's like it's not that kind of fights it's like you said you were going to be here at eight and you weren't, I guess you don't love me. I don't know. Like yeah, it like, just seems me, petty or whatever. And that's fun. And it's like great. Like if you want to yeah. watch the color purple. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Watch the color purple. You want to watch Schindler's list? <laughs> Go for it, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to watch serendipity. And for <laughs> 90 minutes, this is going to be like, yeah. The silliest. Yeah. Just lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I feel like, the good thing with rom-coms is remembering like the fun and light, like lightness you feel when you're in love, you know, that I think it's like, that's what you should, we should strive for. And then when you do get in a relationship, try to foster that as opposed to being like, I have all this baggage and expectations from my childhood vice versa. Let's pin it onto each other and, you know, expect these things. Ask yourself, what would Cusack do at Um, all times? I mean, but he's done he, like high fidelity yeah, I mean, versus like boombox versus but all those things all worked ones. everything yeah. he did has a positive result 
Yeah, but High Fidelity, I think that's a really good example of a realistic rom-com. Yeah. If you, I don't know if it'd be considered a rom-com, but I think it is. it's like he has to like get alone and deal with his shit and be like, Do, am I ready to grow up to be with the person I love or am I not? Am I just going to be stunted and stuck as this guy, you know? I think that would probably be like you were saying earlier at the beginning, like the best example, maybe not like of a... Like an anti-rom-com, rom-com. But yeah. A rom-com that's not going to be just like, just surface. Yeah. Like, well, just, just a little bit of yeah normal human being. Yeah. Well, that's why that I was like surprised to. by When Harry Met Sally. Like, I thought they were very like normal people. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, would you consider La La Land a romantic comedy? Yeah. They I don't would. end They don't end up together at the end. What do you think of that? They Did don't. that piss you off? It didn't. It didn't. And I think... Of course, they should have ended up <laughs> together. Well, yeah, they're probably soulmates, right? Yeah. Would your argument be they are soulmates, but yes. their that lives would... didn't allow them to be together? Yes. You so know. I would say that they, in that movie, they are soulmates, but they're like, hey, I'm good. You're good. That smile at the end? Yeah. A plus. Just, yeah, I just yeah. want you to be happy. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine, too. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I guess, I guess necessarily a soulmate doesn't have to be somebody that you spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. But I would imagine they probably... She probably hit him up on Facebook and was like, hey, come meet my husband. He yeah. Like, hey, or like there's a possibility the of like sh- they get divorced or whatever. And then they yeah. rekindle or whatever. Um, but I mean, her husband seemed like an A plus dude. Yeah. He seemed like a good dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he seemed chill. I was like, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was great. Yeah. It's like a cute romantic comedy, I think. They, yeah. Yeah. It followed the exact same tropes. Yeah, it really did. And like, yeah, again, they... Uh, butted heads at the beginning, but that chemistry was there, and they recognized it, and then they danced and sang, and uh, you know, but again, he uh wasn't supportive of her dreams, you know, and she she wanted to change him, Sebs, yeah, but he went with Sebs, he did, but he's like, you know, I changed, I did this for you when he started playing the shitty uh, music. Oh, the shitty music. Yeah. But oh, that's interesting cuz the scene is like she's talking to her mom on the phone and yeah. that's when he makes that choice. It's not like her being like, "Hey, um, you live in a shithole. Like, are you need a job or whatever?" you know. And then he was like, "All right, well, like to make you happy, I'll I'll, I'll do this. I'll play <laughs> this shit music." Yeah, but she never asked him to. She 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 was on him pretty heavy. Why are you doing this? Why do you live like this? You can She's, do better. She never said that. What, 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 is, all this going on? That. what is all this going on? You're making this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the movie. I guess I got to go watch watch it again. Maybe my uh, feminine bias just like <laughs> blacks out all those scenes. I'm going to go back and be like, oh my God, there's 40 minutes of her just yelling at him. There's a whole song and dance about it. <laughs> are there any other romantic comedies that you feel like we have to tap into, discuss, unpack. Let me see. I mean, have you seen um have you seen Annie Hall? Yeah, I watched that uh a few years ago. I think that's another one that kind of the way they don't end up together. And yeah. It was fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a very fun character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, like in when Harry met Sally, like there's times where Sally's wearing outfits that look very Annie Hall. Like there's always like you see nods to that movie yeah. yeah it's been a while since i watched that but yeah they they drove each other crazy in their own ways and i think like after 
post there's there's pre-serendipity and then there's post-serendipity. <laughs> so like after serendipity from like 2001 to now, I'd probably say that was it probably 40 year old virgin would be the best mm-hmm. romantic comedy. Yeah, I remember that one being very fun. Yeah, because yeah. I, like I watched it, it came out when I was in college. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> so like you still get like like that and knocked up, and it's like yeah. it's still just a like regular loud bro movie. Yeah. But they're romantic comedies. Yeah. They, you know, you, you meet your lady in a weird way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all have a fight. <laughs> yeah. You get together and you love each other forever. You're all about that that fight. You gotta have the fight. That's the best part of it. The- That's interesting to me. People do say like, oh, you know, it's healthy to fight in your relationships or whatever. Like you got to challenge each other and stuff. But then there's like people like me that are like, eh, let's just avoid fighting or whatever. Oh, me but, like in real life. Yeah. I'd prefer never to fight. <laughs> I will do whatever I can. You to just like want not fight. Go to country show. And then yeah. it's all hearts from there. Like if you think about like, because a lot of fights in relationships are about like little dumb shit. So okay. I feel like when you're young, like when you're in high school, it's very immature and dumb. When you're older, it's like money. I mean, but then why fight about it? Like, to me, why fight about shit that you can't control? Like, I make the amount that I make. You make the amount that you make. Yeah. If it's a fight over, like, you took this money and blew it, and now we can't pay rent. Yeah. Then that's, that like, sucks. a for real fight. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if it's going to be a fight because you didn't call or show up when you said you were going to, uh, why fight about that? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I won't do it again. Yeah. Why fight? Yeah, I mean, and I, I think that's, like, finding partners that are healthy to let go of that stuff as opposed to you know people that their baggage is they take that personally when those things happen or whatever yeah yeah soulmates don't fight soulmates don't fight you heard it here (laughs) on the dumb nerds podcast (laughs) all about rom-coms boom boom baby with dom Dom dom-coms dom-coms coming to theaters this summer All right, thanks, Tom, for coming on. Thank you, Cassie. Mm-hmm. And that's the show. Thank you, Dom, for coming on and talking about rom-coms. Guys, we're still friends. I know I got mean, but hey, that's life, right? <laughs> Remember, you can follow Dom on Instagram and Twitter at the Dom Johnson and We Beefed Comedy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cassie Jerkins. And please go onto iTunes and rate and review this podcast. It'll help us get more visible. And that makes the world more fun not romantic it could be romantic but mostly just fun i'm dead inside and remember if you're shopping on amazon go to boardwalkaudio.com slash dumb nerds and click on that support our artist button it takes you straight to amazon so you can shop like you normally would talk later bye Boardwalk Audio Podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.